Hey, super legends, superheroes, and superstars. My name is Michael Kane. No, it's not. It's Dr. Dre without the doctor. You are tuned into another episode of the Hot High Podcast, a live episode. And today I'm so excited. Boom! I've got a special, special guest. But before I get her out, her so before I get her out, we're live on LinkedIn, we're live on YouTube. And we're live on Facebook. There's about a 20-second delay. So let me know where you what platform you're using and where in the world you are tuned in. If you're watching on the replay, as you know, put hashtag replay and give me some fire emojis because I love fire. So I'm gonna shut up and I'm gonna bring this next guest out here. So we've been oh friends for about three years absolutely love her to bits love her energy love her vibe love the impact that she wants to have on the world so without any further ado i want to give a big massive ginormous welcome to stephanie Z. <laughs> how are you youtube star can you hear me Yes, I can. I'm just celebrating myself. Yeah, cool. So my volume has gone. So I'm sorry about that. So do you want to, I'll try and I'll try and sort it out. But do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? <laughs> yes, I can. So my name is Stephanie Z, and I am a transformational breakthrough coach. Um, and I've been doing this for the last couple of years. Um, and the way that I actually got into this was. Oh my goodness, if I share a tiny bit about my story, it was um, a couple of years ago in 2017, I was involved in a bus accident um, when I was up in the Hunter Valley um, for a hens and um, the bus driver slammed on his brakes at like 80 kilometers an hour and I went flying backwards with no seatbelt on and somehow in God's grace, I was facing the back of the bus, if you can picture that, sitting sideways. Yeah. And when I went flying back, my neck and my head perfectly rolled on like the curved part of the dash. And I remember you might, you know, if you're watching this or listening to this right now, pay attention to the synchronicities and the messages that are coming through to you. Because I had this little voice that kept telling me I was meant to be doing what I'm doing now, but I was too scared. And I had so much fear in my life and I was ignoring it. And it took like a huge accident to wake me up and I remember laying on the floor of the bus thinking oh my goodness like I literally thought I was a quadriplegic and I was like I'm never going to be able to walk again and I remember laying on the bus and I remember praying to God and at the time I didn't even know what I believed in but I just prayed and I was like I promise God if I can if I can feel like I will never stop trying and I until I achieve this mission that's on my heart that you've gifted me and then I could feel wow and that was really the catalyst so did you think you were going to die like in the bus? Did you? Not die, but I, I knew when it happened, I was like, I am literally, like I thought I snapped my neck 100%. Oh my yes. and, what and what happened after that? So what was what was next? So was it straight away that you were like, okay, I'm going to have a change in careers or did that take a bit of time and like transition or? Um. I knew the people that I was surrounding myself with, I needed to make a shift. I, I knew I didn't really want to be drinking anymore and at the time, and I needed to like break away with that. Like if you're listening right now, you might have moments where like you're really wanting to grow, but it's hard because you keep getting pulled back to this old version of yourself. Um, and what sort of ended up happening was that was in the February and then my dad had a stroke actually. I won't go into that story right now, but ended up having three strokes. So it was a very traumatic time of our lives. Um, and then I started watching this man called Tony Robbins. 
for like about a year. And then I remember in September, I was getting up to September and I hear or was reading or watching this thing called UPW or Unleash the Power Within. I was like, what's this thing? And like there was this voice that was just like, buy it, like go to it. And I'm like, you know, like it's almost like, I don't know, at the time $1,100. I was like, whoa, like that's so much. Now I've invested like 300000 I like laugh at that. But at the time it was a big deal. Yeah. And um and then I went and um yeah, it was it was it oh my god. It just completely catapulted and transformed my whole entire life. So what year did you go? Was it 2017 or 2018? 2017. 2017. And then so you went to one of his events, you drank the Kool-Aid, and then you got into coaching or did it did it take her? Yeah, so when I was at that event, I played full out like he said jump I jumped like whatever he said I did and I remember like I was like a jumping jelly bean and I kept seeing this vision of my future of like what I'm creating now and there's like so much more that I'm yet to step into but I remember like at the event there was like you know there's like little synchronicities and like I remember at this event there was like I was just playing full out and then I got this ticket given to me on the last day and I'm like what's this about and I'm like Woo! and then they're like if you've been given a ticket come to the front of the stage and I'm like oh my god I'm like what what is going on and then I found out that I was one of 12 people out of 8,000 yeah. <laughs> They got this ticket and we had to go up on stage and dance. Oh, my God. I was, like, so rigid. I was so in my head, you know, like, because, you know, I was in depression before I went there and all that sort of stuff. But I, I let rip and I let loose. And so many people even still say, I remember watching you. I'm like, oh, my God. But that was, like, the catalyst. And I realised that I was like, Steph, like, Again, the little synchronicities. I was like, you've been selected out of 8,000 people. Like, is that not enough sign to let you know that, like, you're meant for more than what's happening right now? Like, come on. And so I invested, you know, $15,000 to do his Master University. And, again, that was how it all sort of started the journey. Um, So for two years I really went all in on his events the year after. Actually, a year after that. And then... um, yeah, after that, I started, yeah, coaching um, for the fun, for the fun of it, really. And then I started learning NLP and I started actually doing these things called breakthroughs and it's just kind of exploded from there. Yeah, all right. So you're going to need to tell me about breakthroughs, but you crewed at the events as well. So that's... Sort of- I have also crewed. I have also crewed. Yeah. Yeah. And- that's a whole nother experience. I feel like when you go for yourself and then when you go to be of service, it's a different kind of... Oh, it's just, it's incredible to to know that you're there to support someone else's incredible life-changing experience, like other people are there to, to support me. And I also think it's just a wonderful way of, of giving back, you know, like also giving back to Tony, like he just, he's an incredible soul. Like he has transformed, like one of my friends was here and we we're talking about it last night about like how many people he has just been able to awaken and, and the ripple effect that we're all having and, and the ripple effect yeah. with our friends and family. It's just incredible of like what's happening to humanity. Um, yeah, I'm a huge fan because I just owe, I owe my life to him really. Um, I was re- really depressed and very um, lost before I was at that event. Yeah. And that was the, like, the catalyst to change it, change it all around. I felt like I found myself again, like he literally calls it like unleash the power within. And I feel like when you're younger, depending on obviously your upbringing, but I think as you get a bit older and you get into your late teens and early twenties, like you you kind of try to be this person to mold yourself and to try and be accepted and all that sort of stuff. And I went through the whole 
being bullied in school and uh, like all of the gossiping and having going to school and having no one talk to me. And I, and I think that's where my kindness and my love for people comes from because I remember I made a promise to myself that I was like, I never want anyone to be made to, to feel the way that I've been made to feel in, in my uh, at school and also in some workplaces when I worked in nightclubs and stuff like that when they were just like it, terrible things, which I'm not going to go into. Um, but I really feel like that the, my kindness has come from those experiences and my love for people and wanting to be of service. Um, and I think that's definitely been able to support me in my my journey and, and where I'm going. Yeah. yeah. So would you say that that's made you stronger? So like all the challenges and the obstacles that you've faced, would you have it exactly the same or would you like things to, to be different? Oh, like I, I'm, I, I know that everything that happens is a lesson. So like every single thing that happens in life, like my puppy just had a life-threatening emergency these last few days and I ended up making peace with, okay, if he passes away, like as much as I want him to survive, like I made peace with that. And I was like, I feel like we have to realize, like Tony always says, you know, life is always happening for you, not to you. And anything that happens in my life, I'm like, what's a lesson? What's this learning? What's this trying to teach me? Like always. Um, so I never, even if I get a parking fine or even if I get like a, you know, like a, like something's happened in a relationship or like maybe I haven't spoken my truth to someone about something. I'm like, or I'm noticing, you know, I caught myself the other day being real vulnerable. There's a guy that like, we always walk past each other and I was like, oh, he's super closed off, like very closed. And I was like, well, hang on a second. I was like, this is judgment. Hold up ego. And I was like, ah, I've got to reflect this back to me because I'm like, where do I do this? And I'm like, I at times can be very closed. And I, I know he does his like morning routine of jumping in the ocean. So like, I know for me, there's certain okay. times where I'm like, cool, I want to connect with people. And other times I'm like, I'm doing this for me. And I'm like, I'm in my zone. So I also have to respect that. But I was like, I flipped it back to me because everything that we put out is a projection of who we are. So whatever yeah. we're seeing in someone, good or good or not so great, is actually what's going on within us. So I think awareness is is really the key for a transformation with anyone. Okay. All right. So just on morning routines, I know that your morning routine for you mm -hmm. is very important. I see your stories and you and happy walking down the beach <laughs> and like you're grounding yourself. So can you tell us about your, your morning routine? So what time you get up and then where does it lead from there? Yeah. It does vary on certain days because I also like this morning I was on coaching calls with my coach at 5 a.m. So it's like out of bed, let's go. Like, um, which sometimes it doesn't work for me. <laughs> so I love the days where I can fill my cup up. And I realized today I was like how important it is because it, it showed me that this morning. Like I believe we should all have time in the morning to fill up our own cup. Otherwise, you're sort of trying to start the engine without no fuel in the tank. So for me, it's usually I get up at five is the rough time, sometimes earlier, depending if I wake up naturally earlier, which I sometimes do get up at 4.30. But natural time is about five and I'll get up and I'll take happy down to the beach, which I love watching the sunrise. So that's like kind of, you know, doing a few things of like grounding my energy, you know, being grateful and watching the sunrise um, and obviously exercising a little bit with him. And then I will come home and it will depend on what's got what I've got going on in the day, but I'm very big on meditation. So meditation for me, um, oh, my goodness, like meditation is a way that you can quiet the mind and you can come mm -hmm. back into the heart. And I think being in business, you're very in your head and it's very yeah. important to, to raise your vibration or raise your frequency, which I'm very big on and connecting to yourself and source. And um, so meditation is extremely important for me. And um, I will also exercise. 
So I'll either go for a run outside and I'll listen to either something motivational like Tony Robbins or I'll listen to pump up music or I might go um, to the gym and I'll either do cardio, do weights or something in the gym. And then other days I also do like gratitude lists. Like I'll sit in the sun and I'll journal depending on sort of like how I'm feeling the day. So I'll mix it up a little bit, but they're sort of the key main things that I do in the mornings. Yeah. Okay. And when you meditate, how long do you meditate for? And is it a guided meditation? So I find meditating like very, I'll only probably do it for about 10 minutes because I'm thinking, oh, I need to get on. I need to do some work. I need to go, 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 go. So it's hard for me to just. Sounds like you might need a little bit more meditation. (laughs) (laughs) I think you could be right there. Yeah. I, I was exact. I used to be exactly the same and I can still be a million miles an hour as you can hear from my energy, but I can turn it on and turn it off. So um yeah and that's where we need to be the one in control because the mind is the one that feels like we need to constantly keep doing more 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 that's often our ego rather than connecting in with our soul like our soul knows that we're enough as we are whereas the ego part of us always wants more like i'm not enough i need to have more 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 i need to do more more feel every second of every minute of every day which we all go through it but for me i meditate um it really it depends on the time that i have and what i've got going on because i'll often be on calls from seven so yeah. it might be 10 minutes to 20 minutes, usually 20 minutes. Um, but then sometimes I'll meditate multiple times a day. So like a lot of my clients with our, my group programs, we all meditate together to get our uh, yeah. frequency matched because everyone's at different frequencies and energies and like it gets everyone on the same higher frequency. Um, and then even during the day, like when I had stuff happen with Happy the other day, I needed to shift my state and I was like, I need to meditate. I need to stop the thoughts and I need to come back in. And it's hard when you do that, but a lot of it is guided, but some is also music. So it depends on, again, where I'm at and what I've got going on. There's multiple ones that I do. I love Master Co, who I learn about from Tony Robbins. Oh, yes. Yeah. Love his stuff. And also because he's all about sending love out to the world. And so whatever we give out is what will come back. Um, So that's a beautiful one. And I also love like chakra meditations. Um, Yeah, that's like a 10-minute really quick tune-up. It's really powerful. Yeah. Awesome. All right. And is happy, happy's is happy, happy, or is happy sad? Is happy, 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 happy okay? Laying down at my feet, waiting to go for his little walk. <laughs> He's doing a lot better, yeah. All right. And then do you want to tell us about Zenergy and what you do for your clients? Because I love the name, Zenergy. Yeah. So Zenergy is really, um, so to, to backtrack slightly a couple of steps. So I created a signature program called Vibe which was all about going from low vibe to high vibe. And low vibe to high vibe doesn't mean you're depressed and you want to be in ecstasy. It just means your frequency because we all experience different energies and, and uh, emotions. And, you know, the, the more that we can learn how to raise our frequency up, the more that we're going to have the energy to create um, and, and to build the life of our dreams, right? So that's been a powerful, powerful program that I ran for well over a year. But I was like, how can I innovate and make it even better? So his energy came to me. And the way that the name came to me was, I, I really what happens for a lot of people, and this is really what I teach a lot of people is about self-mastery of the inner world because whatever's going on internally is what's actually, sorry, whatever's going on, yeah, internally is reflecting externally. So yeah. if you don't yet have what you want, it's because of what's going on internally. So I'll go over that in a, in a hot second, but like the world very much lives in this. I want to share this for a second before I come back to the name. But most of the world operates very much in our masculinity, which is the doing. We feel the need to do more. If we stop, we feel like 
I'm like, you know, uh, not doing enough or like I feel like guilty for stopping or like we've lived in this world that just praises like, you know, moving 24-7 and there is, we need that. But at the same time we have to realise also the other part is there's power in stillness, there's power in being, there's power in like, you know, nurturing and loving on ourselves. Like and if you think about it, all of creation stems from our stillness. Like you don't have amazing ideas come to you when you're like, I got to go here and I got to go there and I got to make this call. And da, 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 da. Hello, no divine wisdom can come through when you're doing that. The ideas come when we're like, I'm just going to chill at the beach right now and be in the, or be in the sun, or I'm going to ground and just be in stillness, or I'm going to just meditate, or I'm going to just sit and be for half an hour with no phone, no Netflix, or I'm going to go to yin yoga and just have my eyes closed for an hour that's where the profound creation comes from and ideas and that's our being and then that's when we can use our masculinity to be like, cool, now I'm inspired, I'm going to take the action part. But it's like I feel like what's happened with the world is we've lost that connection, not everyone, but a lot of people to that beingness. And so Zenergy really what was about was the Zenergy part is our femininity, which is the nurturing and the stillness and the being and the the intuition and all that sort of stuff. Um the meditation part, the connecting with ourselves and connecting to our creator, whatever that is for you, God, source, creator, the universe, energy. I'm sure we all believe in something. And then the energy part is the masculine, which is the doing aspect. But you can't have one without the other. And what so many people, I see so many people like, I want to build this business. Tell me what the strategy is, which is powerful. But it's like they're trying to build a skyscraper on quicksand and they have no foundation because the foundation is the inner stuff. So everyone's like, I want to do it externally. And they're like, why isn't it working? Why do I go a little bit? And then it like, it goes away and I self-sabotage. And because they don't have the infrastructure internally to support that. So really what I help people with is the inner stuff, not the strategy. It's like the inner stuff. Like, so we all know how to probably make money. We all know probably how to transform lives or build a business potentially, but it's the inner stuff that's going to support you to get what you want. You need to have both the being and the doing. Okay, absolutely love that, Steph. And can you, if we just take a step back and talk about your sales career transitioning into to coaching, was that an easy transition or was that quite tough? Because I know with the coaching industry, the stats are you know, like maybe only 4% of coaches make it to like 100K and above. And I know that a few months ago that you just killed it, absolutely killed it in your business. So massive congratulations Thank in that. You. So that's awesome. And, and my other question is, do you think sales helped you? Okay. Yeah, so I generated $600,000 in my business in two years. Again, I, I very much give a lot of that to what I've learned from Tony, but obviously also I've, I've done the work, right? Um, 100% sales. It's it's a fascinating when when I go back through my life and even like if you're listening right now, I invite you to think about everything that's happened. It's funny how like every single thing led you to the next thing and that led you to the next thing. Like I used to be in radio and, and I used to sing. Like that was like, you know, I'd be on stage. And I was like, this is very fascinating about how all of the things that have you know, like sort of prepared me for this and where I'm heading, I'm like, wow, it's like building the foundation. And even with sales, I never used to want to be in sales, but people used to be like, you'll be excellent at sales because you're just mm. so good at connecting with people. And that's what it is. It's about genuinely connecting with people. And I just genuinely care about people. 
And um, so I was in sales. I was at Groupon for seven years and was very successful at that. I was like the top salesperson out of about 74 reps, made million dollar club, all that sort of stuff. And I was like, if I don't leave now, because I was at the top of my game, I'm like, I'm never going to leave because I just loved that place. And they yeah. it taught me how to build a culture and how to build a business, right? So that was really powerful. And then I went to this other place, which I won't name names, and it was not in alignment at all, but I needed it because it gave me enough leverage and pain to, to actually do what I wanted to do. And I learned yeah. how not to treat people and how not to build a culture. And um, yeah, I was head of sales there. And again, all of my sales experience 100% gave me the confidence to, to do sales in my business because sales is the lifeblood of a business. If you don't have sales, then you don't have a business. So you have to be comfortable with selling. But I've, I really pre-frame it and say that sales saves lives. So when I get on and I'm and I'm genuinely just of service and I just think, yes, the ideal, ideal would be that they become a client and that I can serve them because I know I can transform their life, but they have to be ready for it for starters. So you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. But also at the same time, you know, like I need to be in service mode of like, if I can even just gift them my time and they can take something away from our conversation that maybe is going to be a catalyst from them later on, then I feel like I've served and then it's a win-win situation. When I go into trying to make it all about me, nothing ever works, which we all do. I'm not going to pretend that I haven't had those moments because I have. And I've been in scarcity. I've been in lack. I've been in what can I get out of this? And then it, nothing works. And I'm like, it's so out of alignment with who I am. But you come back around like you're human, right? Nothing's perfect. You learn. Um, so it 100% has definitely been uh, a huge um, positive thing for me in setting up my business. I 100% believe that, yeah. Love that. All right, I'm very conscious of time, so I know that you've got to go at 5.30. So one last question. Is there anything that you'd like to leave the audience with? Anything at all? I would actually love to share um, about the impact as well. Um, okay, this is a down, This is fascinating, this download that's coming through. So download to me is like an idea or a thought or a voice that comes through that's not from me. So obviously if you're listening to this right now and you're still with us, so much respect for you because um, these days our attention span is like a hot second. But um, yeah, I work with an organization called B1G1 Business for Good. And we've been able to impact, you know, about um, we've impacted more lives. So I can't remember the exact figure right now, but it's almost 580,000 lives. 580,000 lives. 580,000 lives. Not even, I don't even know that's been in nine months. Like it's just insane. Um, all across the world we've been able to impact. And so I don't have a huge following on my social media. Like my Instagram, I don't really, all of my all of my clients usually come through Facebook. I've had a few through Instagram, but I don't have a very big following on either platform. You know, I'm very grateful for what I do have. So you don't need a huge following to have impact. You mm -hmm. know, like I think we get caught up in the, oh my God, has this person got this amount of followers or oh, they must be good at what they do. I know people that have got a shit ton of followers that have no idea how to serve people and no idea how to make money. So, like, I also want everyone to realize that you can have impact. Your impact has nothing to do with the amount of followers that you have. Yes, that is powerful because you can impact more lives. But I also think there's so much power in being able to just genuinely impact and just being a good human being and wanting to be of service to, to leave this world a better place. So, really, my ultimate mission is to awaken the soul to its height. To its height. Oh, my God, let me start again. <laughs> The mission is to awaken, I'm so excited about it, to awaken the soul to its highest potential so together we can raise the frequency of the planet for the existence of humanity. 
And that's a fancy way of saying if we can all step into our ultimate purpose, if we can all step into the highest version of ourselves, we're going to leave the world a better place because the world has been in a little bit of suffering and we need people like you, Dre, like myself, like other people to be the light, to, to remind people that they can, if you're watching us, that you can do what we've done because we were once sitting where you were or maybe you're like beyond where we're at and that's incredible. Like wherever you are in your journey is perfect. But knowing that like if someone else has done it and you see something within them that you can also do it too. Yeah, that's what I'd say. Steph, all right. And how can people get hold of you? What's the best way? Um, probably through my Facebook page or Instagram page. So Stephanie Z, Z-E-E. -E. Um, although I do have my website, um, I am Stephanie Z. Um, but definitely probably through Facebook and just hitting me up on a DM or like, um, yeah, like adding me on Facebook or Instagram would be the place. And don't be afraid to reach out. And if you've enjoyed something like, I love connecting with people. Um, so if there's something that was really powerful, I hope that my intention, you know, for this was um, for people to feel energized and for them to come away with, you know, like a profound aha moment, but also um, to just really spread love and kindness. So I hope that um, that intention was met from this incredible conversation. Somebody call Beyonce because that was a hit. Yes, Steph, I just want to say a massive, huge, Thank you to you. Like you know how much love I've got for you. I think you're you're absolutely incredible. I love your passion. I love your purpose, and I love everything that you're about. So you go. You get out of here. You get out of here. All right. Thank you. Really appreciate it. I appreciate you.